Hello and welcome to a bonus edition of the Saturday Night South podcast. I am Conor O'Gara. We just recorded an interview with Paul Feinbaum. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend. Our second interaction with him, uh, for those of you who have been listening to this for a while, we met with him at SEC Media Days, got to do an in-person with him. Uh, it was interesting, to say the least, um, but we, we talked about our, our first interview that we have. Uh, go back and listen to it sometime. Uh, it's definitely worth your time. But this interview, uh, we talked, of course, SEC Division Championships this weekend, talked about just kind of the SEC as a whole, and uh, had some fun with him at the end. He even said some nice things about Urban Meyer and Jim Harbaugh. So definitely uh, want to stay to the end and listen to that. So here is Paul Feinbaum. We're excited to be joined by a man who needs no introduction, but he's going to get one anyway. He is our good friend, maybe even our best friend. He is Paul Feinbaum. Paul, we met in person for the first time at ICC Media Days. First question is an obvious one for you. Uh, how much better is doing this interview over the phone compared to doing it in person? Uh, significantly better. Uh, I don't have to deal with you and uh, you and Chris Connor, and uh, and I, I frankly, you guys scared me. Um, you know, I'm not a young, I'm I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a young man anymore, and uh, having to deal with two children like that reminds me of, uh, of very bad memories in my life. Yeah, that's 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 fair enough. Uh, before we talk all things uh, SEC and playoff, you're here uh, on behalf of Pilot Flying J. They are the largest operator of travel centers in North America and the official travel center of the SEC. Pilot Flying J is, of course, the one-stop shop for all your college football game day and travel essentials, and nearly 40% of their store locations, that's over 275 stores, are located within SEC markets. Paul, I saw that you essentially have been turned into a pilot Flying J mascot. And fans across the SEC can find it everywhere, everywhere that you guys go yeah. for SEC Nation. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a thrill is it to be a mascot? Yeah, listen, uh, in, in my multifaceted career, there have been great moments, you know, from meeting the President of the United States to covering Nick Saban and, and John Calipari and, 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 and so many legends. Uh, but Probably seeing the pilot flying Jay look alike of me every week at SEC Nation is, is it, it, it's number one on my all-time list. And, you know, ahead of having children, being married, um, it, it. I mean, you just have no earthly idea what it's like to see a life. First, forget life size. Uh, the the head is four times my my head, which uh, my which my which my shrink would probably agree is an accurate depiction. <laughs> oh, it's it's huge. I mean, we we will definitely we'll tweet that out. Uh, I loved I loved seeing that, um, as I'm sure many SEC fans did. Let's talk some football. Uh, you made the bold prediction when we were with you in Atlanta for SEC Media Days that Alabama would win the SEC. So I want you to play devil's advocate here and tell July Paul why Alabama will not win the SEC. Well, the only reason they would not win is if they have stage fright in Baton Rouge and suddenly the perfect season returns to a, uh, an, an abnormal surrounding where Tua goes out there and, and it's like the Cinderella hitting midnight. I, I don't see that happening, but if, if you forced me and it sounds like you are going to force me to make that <laughs> argument, um, I, I, I could, you know, fumble, an interception, a, sc a scoop and score. Uh, Tua gets rattled. Uh, LSU suddenly uh, goes on am on uh, on eBay and can buy an offense. And uh, you you have and, and then maybe uh, you know un unforeseen events. But but beyond that, I really don't see it happening. 
Paul, I know you said before uh, you had a restraining order out of me, um, and I, I want to once again apologize for scaring you at media days. That being said, looking towards this weekend, oh, don't 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 be so sure that I'm going to speak to you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, looking forward to this weekend. What is scarier, Death Valley or Nick Saban with an off week to prepare? Uh, I think Nick Saban with an off week is 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 everyone's worst nightmare. Now, it used to be easier uh, because it was not only Nick Saban with an off week, it was Les Miles with an off week. <laughs> Les Miles <laughs> Cause the more time yeah. Les, Les had to prepare, the worse they were. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't want to upset anyone in Baton Rouge, but I think this conversation about Death Valley is a little bit overdone. Um, it, it, it's Whoa. a tough place, but I don't, I'm not sure that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure it's quite, uh, the, it's not scary if you have a lead on them. I, I can assure you of that. Um, I mean, but yeah, LSU's games there have been closer than, than they have in Tuscaloosa. I think that's a fact. Um, there have been some very nervy calls, but I think some of that uh, has been Nick Saban. Nick Saban has gone into this game very conservative, thinking that uh, or knowing that he probably uh, would lose if he makes too many mistakes, and so he's tried to avoid mistakes, uh, even though, uh, I, can't, I mean, if you remember the game two years ago, it started with a miscue by Alabama, I think the, a couple of years ago, the same thing, uh, three years ago. So that's what he just has to avoid, and and I think he I, I think he he has a different attitude because the one thing that I've always felt has held Alabama back in this game is an ultra conservative. Let's not make any mistakes. You can't do that with Tua as your quarterback. You you have to let it rip, especially with Devin White out in the first half. Let's talk about that because I know you talk about Tua all the time on your show, and I'm sure you get sick of it to a certain extent. I mean, I don't think anybody's sick of watching him play. I think just the conversation about him. But, you know, I, I, I kind of go back and forth with how I feel about how he's going to leave this this legacy at Alabama. How, how do you think he's going to leave Alabama? Like, what kind of legacy are we talking about? Is this a guy who's maybe going to have a Tim Tebow-like like impact, not only on the program, but just on the sport as a whole? He could. Now, I do think as as a as a historian but also an occasional cynic you you have to do it you you have you have to win the championship because otherwise this conversation will will be for naught uh, there've been a lot of great players great seasons but uh, without a title their their legacy uh seems to be dissipated you know what why is Tebo still so famous because he won two he was part of two titles so his first the first title he was not the starter of course the second one was, and he could have won another one, by the way. That's not the, I mean, he had a shot at three titles. He went into the SEC championship game his senior year, number one in the country and undefeated. So, uh, Tua, if he does that, I think uh, he'll enter next season in, in, a, in an overwhelming position to win the Heisman. Probably won't because no one ever does when they're the favorite uh, to do it uh, the next year. But I, I think he's pretty close, though. I mean, this has been as close to a perfect season as I've ever seen in college football. You know, speaking of hardware, the SEC division titles, as everyone's brought up ad nauseum, you know, statement Saturday coming up this weekend, they could be, both be decided on Saturday. But the SEC Coach of the Year honor could get decided as well. Uh, who is your SEC Coach of the Year so far, and would that possibly change this weekend if LSU or Kentucky can pull off another upset? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, if LSU wins, then it's going to be Ed Orgeron. So uh, primarily because he was expected to have a mediocre season and he would have then have a win over Alabama, and I think it would be over at that point. Uh, I think if it's not Orgeron, it's going to be Mark Stoops. I think it's probably going to be Mark Stoops anyway. Uh, okay. Just the fact, just the fact that they, even without a win tomorrow, because I, I think he's uh, he's just he, he's put a the fact that Kentucky's playing for an SEC East title. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's just the. Uh, I mean, and by the way, the, SEC, the the Coach of the Year award has evolved a couple of times this year. Until a week ago, you might have thought Jimbo Fisher was in the running. You might you may have thought uh, you know. So other people uh, were, you know, so um, I just, you know, Dan Mullen may have, may have been in contention. But right right now, I think, uh, unless I'm missing someone terribly, uh, it's going to be one of those two. And you you could argue that Saban should get it as well. I mean, he, he's, he's really done a, a masterful job this year, but he will not. Uh, but but tomorrow we'll decide it, though. If both win, if both, if, if both Orgeron – and Stoops win, then we may have to wait. Right. I, you know, as a as a lifelong Bama fan, I haven't seen this two a mania type thing happen since I think Brody Croyle, and it's it's on like a whole <laughs> new level now. Um, give me one player though, not named Tua, that will have the biggest impact on the rest of the 2018 season for college football. Uh, I think it's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he, yeah, I think he's got the second best team, and I and I think they are right now the the, the greatest threat to Alabama. Wow, yeah, I mean that's kind of hard to argue with that at this point. I think uh, Clemson, you know, we've talked a lot about whether or not Clemson's going to be there at the end, and you know the playoff rankings and the playoff rankings come out. Clemson, of course, sitting there at number two. Um, but, you know, the, the playoff rankings as a whole, I think a lot of people kind of looked at that and maybe they were wondering if there was some sort of SEC bias. You hear people crying about that all the time. Um, we asked Peter Burns about this question earlier in the week, but I'm curious what your take is. What, what do you think about just the supposed SEC bias that really has a lot of outsiders salty right now? I think it's the easiest thing in the world uh, when you don't have a good argument is just to blame it on the SEC or blame it on, blame it on Alabama. I don't buy those arguments, and, and I know someone listening to this will say, well, he's just an SEC honk. Well, okay, you can say whatever you want. But I, uh, I would argue against the SEC if I felt that was the right argument. I just don't think uh, – I just don't think it has anything to do with it. In fact, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, to me, it's it's it, you have to separate Alabama from the SEC, even though you can't in, uh, you know, legally. Um, that's where that's really where most of this comes from, I believe. Yeah, that's that's very very true. Uh, so we're doing we're going to get you out on two games here, and I promise they'll be better than the games we played at SEC Media Days. This <laughs> this first game, uh, this first game is called but "Say Something way, Nice." I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you guys even have a podcast after that. <laughs> I, I know it's it really is a miracle. We're we're kind of hanging by a thread here, but uh, yeah, we've had enough people that uh, apparently still like us. So yeah, it's worked I mean, out do pretty you, well do you, for uh, us. Not, not to interview you, but do you guys get numbers on this? I mean, are more than like. Uh, some little we're doing all right. lady and okay yeah i think extended fans right. so that kind of that ramps hey. the numbers up 
Hey, Paul, okay. not to not to brag or anything, but I mean, check those podcast rankings every once in a while, the Sports and Recreation podcast rankings on iTunes. I'm just saying, we're coming in ahead of you every once in a while. So I'm, you know, not to you know yeah. say that we're coming for you, but you know, as Coach O would say, we're well, coming yeah, for you. Uh, I mean, do you know do you know why you may be coming in ahead of me? Um, because of our great personalities and our charming ways. No, it just shows that the public doesn't know what they're listening to. Very true. <laughs> That's a good point. Point. That's good point. <laughs> We're going to get way, you I, out on these. I, I, I didn't even realize we had a podcast, but thanks for telling me. <laughs> oh, God. That, that says it all. Uh, so this first game that we're going to play with you, I've got three uh, three people that I want you to... This game is called Say Something Nice. We played it with Peter Burns. And basically it's I say a subject oh, and you say that, something you, nice about is them. That, is, that, is that like... Uh, I mean, is Peter Burns now the new uh, benchmark of all, of all that's good? I mean, I, th- I think so. I, I think he pretty okay. much established that the other day when he starts quoting Tupac and stuff like that, but... Um, oh. Yeah, so he played this game and survived it. So I believe you can too. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a, of a biggie small guy. Yeah, no, I can, uh, yeah, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see it. All right, say something nice about Urban Meyer. Uh, how long do I have to answer this question? Um, it can just be one word, one sentence. Um, I really like his wife a lot, Shelley. She's been very nice to me. How about Jim Harbaugh? You know, I like Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he's, he's, he's a quirky, weird, all-over-the-map dude, but uh, I'm, I'm a fan of his. And, all right, and I'll, I'll end with this one. Uh, how about just the Big Ten as a whole? Listen, you, you, the Big Ten, you, you've asked the wrong guy because I, uh, you know, I almost went to work for the Big Ten Network. I think the Big Ten is great. People forget that. People do forget that. All right, Marler's no. got Family Feud 2.0 for you. Um, we'll, we'll get you out on that. You've been very gracious with your time. But uh, we've got some rapid-fire questions. You can answer these as quickly uh, as you want to. But I feel like you're going to have – you're not going to answer any of these questions in the rest of the interviews that you do today. I can promise you that. Probably not. All right. I, first off, I want, to, I want to say thanks. I'm excited. This is redemption for me. So first question here, uh, best movie sequel. Best movie sequel was Godfather. Very good answer. Best comeback story besides the one that I'm living right now. <laughs> Probably me being on this podcast after the first one. <laughs> I would I would agree so with true. that. Best best way to cure my anxiety that I had in, in uh, media days. You might uh, you might try seeing a, a psychiatrist. Fair enough. Uh, okay, I'll add that to the docket. <laughs> um, best tailgate drink for rivalry games. Best tailgate drink would would be, uh, I think, straight bourbon. Yes. Okay. Ooh, nice. Best Thanksgiving food, souffle or casserole. Also, what is a souffle? Uh, a souffle is a, is a is a very fancy phrase for a lot of sugar. Okay. I like cas I like casseroles. F- yeah, same here. So, uh, last two best Christmas movie. Um. I would say uh, National Lampoon. I mean, we've answered pretty answer. much the same on every single question, Paul. Just throwing that out there. Last question, most importantly, is the restraining order lifted? No. Uh, this oh, will be the last okay. interview I ever do with you guys. Fair enough. Okay. That's fair. Sorry, sorry, but that's, that's, that's honest, though. That's fair. Paul, really appreciate you coming on. Like I said, uh, you, yeah. and, the, and the, the way, mascot. I, 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 hope, I hope this interview is heard by no one so your rankings on iTunes go down. <laughs> 
<laughs> my therapist loves this podcast. I'll say that. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, always a pleasure. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, Paul. We'll talk soon.